coming up on this episode, we begin by talking about our winter weather adventure, including restaurant ramen and escape rooms. Then we get into the week's tech news, including all the best gadgets from CES and what you need to know about the meltdown bug. Stick around. It's all coming up for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 188, recorded January 8th, 2018, headed for a meltdown. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets here and you. I'm Sean Jennings, along with my co-hosts, Colby Rabidou, Dan Miller, two guys who are ready for 2018. What's going on, guys? Welcome. We're a little rusty. We haven't done this for three weeks. I really, I thought, I couldn't think of anything clever to say, so uh, <clears throat> you got what you got, and you'll like it. I, I just can't believe it's only been eight days of 2018. It feels like a month or more. There was a blizzard. Oh, there was. Blizzard. No, 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 Colby. It was, uh, it was a, a polar bomb. Bomb. Bomb, was bomb, was cy- bomb, bomb cyclone. Bomb McCain? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, that was survived. It was quite cold. Uh, did you see the sheets of ice on my window? No. Yeah, I, I put a picture online, but there's my window was literally frozen. And wow. not in the fun Disney way, in like the in the icy way. That happened yeah. one time when I I went uh, I was on like a bus trip to Canada. And it was a very cold week. It was like 20 below or something. And the 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 inside of the bus was the windows was just like a sheet of ice over over the glass. It was crazy. We took a, an Amtrak up to uh, upstate New York once, and it took a long a long time longer than even it usually takes for Amtrak because they had to at each stop they had to unfreeze. The doors in between the cars, because the the in between the cars and Amtrak, it's not covered. Uh, so as we would progress each station, snow would fall into the door on like the I don't know in outbound facing side of the car, freeze the door shut, and so they would have to wait, chisel out the door, and then chisel out the little staircase thing that they they fold out at every stop. Oh, it was man. amazing. Took quite a while. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Colby knows this because, uh, and maybe we'll get to this. The three of us got a chance to hang out in person over the holiday break. Oh yeah. Um, but I got to drive Colby to the train station, and it was so cold. The specially made to not freeze windshield wiper fluid in my car froze. <laughs> And we weren't able to clear my windshield. It plugged the little holes. It plugged the little yeah. holes. And oh my god. It was kind of scary. I was, I was like, die, I was like looking. Yes. And Colby was very uncomfortable. Like I know he wanted, he he wasn't going to admit it, but I was uncomfortable too. We were both, we were both like, yeah. oh, this is gross. I mean, you, Sean, you were in the driver's seat. Like you, <clears throat> you, uh, were were. You know, I may have been feeling uncomfortable, but you you were the one who had to actually do something. Well, I was like, I don't care if I crash the car, but I'm like, Colby's in here, and people really like, he'll, they'll be mad if I kill Colby. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but we made it. We, we did. made it to the, we made it through that, like, weird, like, dead zone in the Mass Pike between, like, Worcester and, and yeah. Natick or whatever. Listen, <laughs> governor, who's the governor? I don't even know. Who's our governor? uh baker charlie, charlie baker, baker. Yeah, put yeah. more rest stops on the pike 
Yeah, I'll vote no, for that. No, just just the one, like right after Worcester, there needs to be that another big gap. I'm not going all the way to Natick. That's right. crazy. There are two on the other side. Two before you lot. see another. Risk. Oh my God! It's there's madness. Blandsford, and and we got one here in Ludlow. We got them everywhere. Right. Right. Come on, get on that. This is a very Massachusetts-centric discussion. <clears throat> anyway, so we got to hang out over the break, which was fun. We got ramen, and we did an escape room, which was yeah, uh, which Sean's was a hoot first ramen. What do you think? It was fine. <laughs> it was it was it was it was okay. It was uh, it was food. I I Sean, really would have liked a fork. A fork would have been good. You, you, you got on just fine without a fork, though. I was impressed. I, I did okay. Uh, I still think a fork would have been better. No, it was good. It's not the kind of thing I would, like, get super psyched up about, but I would do it again. I mean, is that... Like, I mean, it's basically... a perfect day for you. You had ideal conditions. It's it was true. so cold that day. Actually, you know yeah. what? I will say, I actually preferred the dumplings and the whatever the pork thing was. I like those buns. better than the ramen. Yeah. The appetizers. Oh, the, those pork bun things were good. Yeah, I like yeah. almost any meat in like one of those steam buns. Holy mm. moly! Um, one thing I realized so the the uh, negative of extreme of this phenomenon was the ramen place we went to, and more positive extremes are places I've gone to since then. Like when it's very cold outside, like the temperature of your restaurant is like a big deal. Like that ramen place was cold. Well, okay, time out. Hang on, because the viewers at home need to know, one of us was wearing a t-shirt in the <laughs> restaurant, to be you fair. Should be, you should be able to go, go into a restaurant from a cold day and take off your jacket. But you should be wearing a... I have, I have strong opinions about this. If it's I, flat... Okay. I, I we, just, we must have had this conversation. We must agree on this. Colby, you're so practical. You're such a practical person. Yeah. If it's five degrees outside... It cannot, it is immoral for the, the inside of an, an enclosure to be t-shirt weather. It's immoral. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it should be, you go into a restaurant, you should be fucking cozy when it is. When it is like cold outside, you're going to go into a restaurant and spend, what, an hour there, an hour and a half, two hours? Like, yeah. it should be warm. Like, you should feel warm and cozy for the, for the hour that fine. you spend. I felt fine. Dan, were you cold? Objection. It. Here, here's if like when it was really cold. This is my palette. This is my uh, clothing scheme: a winter jacket that is warm as all hell, a sweater underneath that, and wait, maybe wait. an undershirt underneath the sweater. Because like I'm wearing that sweater. I don't want to have to go into a. Here's my rule: you should have to at most uh, take off. And no more, no less, take off one layer when you enter a building, no matter what time of year it is. No matter what time of year it is. If you have to put on a sweater to be comfortable in the summer because their air conditioning is turned up too high, deal breaker. If you have to take off two layers from your, like, three-layer winter getup when you go inside because it's 70 degrees in there and it's five degrees outside, too hot. That's not comfortable. It's the opposite of comfortable. I think that's I think that's true of places that you spend more than an hour, but like short term locations, I want to have to like take off everything down to my base layer so I can warm up before I have to go back out in the fucking five degree weather again. <laughs> I can already tell what Sean stands on this. 
It's all about layering. It's all about it's. If, yeah. if you live in New England, it's about layer. You should have. I, 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 will, I, I want will, options. I, admit, I didn't have my 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 overshirt with me, but I prefer a cozy restaurant on a cold day. That feels nice. Well, the, the other problem is here. No, and uh, Colby, I'm not going to disagree with you. That restaurant, the way it was set up and the way the heat was set up, every time the door opened. It, there, there, there was no division between the restaurant and the door, so the cold air yeah. would just come right in where you're eating. I totally agree with that, but you wore a t-shirt in the restaurant in a snowstorm no, in I'm not. I'm not saying December. I wasn't unprepared in that I had forgotten my, my, my long-sleeve shirt in my bag. However, I think I still would have not been a comfortable temperature with my long-sleeve shirt on. I was fine with my Tom Cruise sweater, but, you know, that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, that was, that was fun. We, we didn't, we didn't crash in the snowstorm and, uh, we escaped the room and we escaped the room in a record time. We did fifth all time, uh, for that, for that escape room. Uh, the we four even of had us. the handicap of other people. Yes. 10 people, a lot for an escape Slowing room. us down. Yeah. I, I think we worked well as a group. Well, okay. Dan disgrace. <laughs> I could have done <laughs> no. it faster without him. Uh, I I would have been willing to pay twice as much and take twice as much time in the escape room to really appreciate. It was a cool room, but you had to like rush through everything. I never I never paid Matt. Oh yeah, neither did I. He doesn't have Venmo. Can we get him on Venmo? Seriously, he doesn't have Venmo. What am I supposed to do? Mail him cash? (laughs) Write him a personal check? (laughs) (laughs) Can we? Can instead of paying him any money, can we all go in on the gift? Like a big group gift. Okay, what would uh, we've got a couple live viewers on Twitch right now, uh, and we can. What, what should we get Matt as a gift? Well, what's the budget? Well, How much do we owe him? We owe him. It was like thirty bucks a person. Okay, that's uh, not that. That's, well, ninety bucks. You can you can get a good gag gift with ninety bucks. Could we get him a new uh, like Wi-Fi extender? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, no. It's a it's, Faraday cage. <laughs> it's not his Wi-Fi. It's not because he does fine when he uses Skype on his uh, on Katie's computer. It's his it's his it's his thousand year old MacBook. That's the problem. Maybe, maybe we could get him like a used like eight hundred year old MacBook. There you instead. go. Yeah, that is an upgrade. How uh, about a like shipping pallet filled with whoopee cushions? Just a shipping pallet of whoopee cushions. You think you oh, can get that for idea. ninety bucks? Oh, totally. No, I bet you can, like, an industrial amount of... Yeah, like, like what they ship to, you know, a party store. Yeah, no, no, that's a really good idea. I was thinking we could get him, like, a drum, like like an industrial drum full of uh, stuffed olives. Because I know that's his big thing right now. And then that way he'll now, never have to... Do those come in drums, or are they, like, barrel stand... Like, is there a standard unit for olives, like, like, a, like, a, uh, like a cask? Like a pallet of... I don't... A cask of olives. I don't know. That's a One really good question. Cask. <laughs> yeah, that sounds legit. Um. Anyway, uh, I think this conversation is fun for for the four of us. But uh, <laughs> but is there anything else that that's been you know we've been off for three weeks? Anything else exciting going on with you guys? Tech or not? Otherwise, no, I've been sick for like the last three weeks. So uh, have I. I've been sick since. I don't know. I was probably sick on the podcast at some point in December, and I've been mm, at least sick to residually sick since then. Yeah, uh, I think you someday, two got me sick. Maybe, maybe it's someday I, I might not have a runny nose anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dream big. That, that day today, 
I've been hoping that it's just the extreme cold and that like it it's it's, it's not your body failing you or anything. Right, right. I'm not dying. Well, succumbing uh, to old age. I mean, I'm, <laughs> is this what it's like? Yeah. I'm not. Everything a, just stops working. I'm told. No, well, I, I'm not a doctor, but I think wearing your t-shirt everywhere probably doesn't help. <laughs> I, I mean, again, I think think that might be part of your problem. Uh, well, Dude, did any bad. tech news happen while we were gone? Oh, gee whiz, Dan, I thought you'd never ask. Uh, strong pivot over to the part of the show where we talk about tech news. Maybe people are joining us for the first time because we haven't done this in a while. Um, we banter for a while, which we did. Check that off the list. Now we talk about tech news. And we've got really, it's sort of a 50-50 split on the show this week because we've got uh, highlights from the Consumer Electronics Show, which kicked off, I think, officially yesterday. Most of the big announcements were today. And they'll continue into tomorrow. There's a lot of stuff tomorrow as well, so we'll have the back end of that next week. But we also have some uh, news not related to CES, guys. We've got um, Google Pay, uh, the meltdown. We've got uh, the yeah. bad okay. YouTubers. I, I have a proposal. Okay. Let's lightning around all the CES stuff, and let's talk about meltdown and the stupid iPhone thing. Okay. Okay, oh, good deal. iPhone thing. Sounds good. So I sort of put in the rundown here just some, like, general categories of stuff that has come out, like the yeah. themes of CES so Look far. Look at you, categorizing things, doing I, all this work before the show. There's a lot. Yeah, well, you know, some of us are committed to the program, Dan. Um, anyway, <laughs> the um, no, uh, starting with big expensive TVs, that's not new. Um, we saw today LG come out with a new 4K OLED and Super UHD TVs. Um, <clears throat> not a lot from LG in terms of new technology. They're just sort of improving on what they did last year. Their big things, new processors and AI. What that essentially means is they are smashing into this TV um, three smart assistants. Three. three. Starting with LG's Think AI platform plus Amazon Alexa plus Google Assistant. All in the same TV. And now you're thinking to yourself, uh, Sean, how does that work? Um, and that's mm. a fair point. The they didn't really say. <laughs> they didn't really Can say. Can you so, both at the same time? Well, that's I don't know if it's like you say a command and like the TV figure out which service to send it to, or if you just say, no, "Hey I, Google" or whatever, you know. And then that's I'm surprised how it that they'll even license it if both things are being used. I agree. I think it's super bizarre. I don't know why you would not just pick one. I mean, it's good for consumers, but. Uh, I don't know why a company would allow it, Now, but I guess it's good. The other thing is that there are no always listening mics on these TVs. You have to use the microphone button on your remote. And it says many of the most common asks, like checking the weather, sports scores, and so on, will bring up results from Google Assistant first. Oh. Um, but if you say something like play videos on YouTube, um, it'll use LG's software to do it. Yeah, because that makes sense. I know. <laughs> Okay. So you can look forward to those very expensive TVs uh, coming later this year. And we should also give all of these a uh, a cited meh or, uh, I don't know, loser rating. Is uh, that her I, scale? Excited meh loser. I don't know. <laughs> I like that. I, I don't feel I like super that. strongly about the last one. I like the idea of the 146-inch TV. Oh, yeah. But we it's about not... Him. Oh. 146 inches. You you do like that idea? How many? Yeah, but it, it? only if it were curved. If it were curved, it would fit perfectly in the walls of my apartment. <laughs> That's right. You live in a circle. 
about but that. it's flat so i can't i can't it's not for me because i can't i would lose so much space like 146 well, actually, inches, 186 inches uh how many was it 186 46 well, yeah, 146 could you wedge it between your two sets of windows maybe <laughs> Well, the good news is Who the good news sunlight is sunlight. Anyways, you can, you can display sunlight on your home. Oh, right, right. You can just have you can just have uh, artificial sunlight. I like that. Well, the good news is Colby, this 146 inch TV, nicknamed the Wall, which is awesome, <laughs> um, is actually a modular television. You can modular. take it apart and put it back together. Can you split it into <laughs> two? 73-inch TVs? Theoretically, yes. So the way it works is it's not... It is a a new technology called micro-LED. And what it is is it's kind of like... You know, like the big electronic billboards that use lots of little lights to make a picture? It's like that, except super small. And what it allows it to do is, like, you know when they take, like, a bunch of TVs and put them together to make one big TV? It's essentially that technology. So each of the... It's a bunch of separate panels... But because the LEDs are so small, you can't delineate the lines between them. But theoretically, you would be able to separate those panels or activate and deactivate certain ones. That's cool. Now that they, makes me want one even more. I can put panels all over my room. I'm, I mean, my, my apartment. Well, and now they're being very clear in saying that they're not revealing the specifics on how that would work. Um, or that you would be able to just like break your TV in half one day because you wanted two separate TVs. Like it probably, it's really more of <laughs> like probably they're, won't do that. No, it's just to buy it in different sizes. Um, <sighs> you know, think you know, like if you need like a weird size TV for like a specific room or something, it's more like that. Gotcha. So, alas, that's cool. This goes big, very big. The yeah. wall. Um. Yeah, cool. that's 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 a lot of it for TVs. Uh, I'll just quickly mention off the top of my head. I think Hisense announced that they're putting smart assist one of the smart assistants into their TVs. Hisense. Hisense. Yeah, they're they're a lower a lower cost uh, Asian brand. Um, and TCL announced some new Roku TVs. They've been doing Roku TVs for a while. They're also doing a Roku soundbar as well to go with that. That'll be coming out later this year with Roku's new sound um, smart assistant that they're building. Oh my! Everybody's yes. got a smart assistant. Yeah. Man. Well, speaking of that, that's the second theme. Alexa and Google. I gotta stop saying that. Echo. I will say Echo, so it stops activating my thing. Um, and Google <laughs> Assistant are in everything this year. So we mentioned the TVs. It's also going to be in cars. Kia announced they're adding Google Assistant to their infotainment system for select 2018 models. Uh, so you'll be able to talk about them. Uh, Panasonic will also be adding Google Assistant into their uh, infotainment system for their automotive partners. Uh, we've also seen BMW, Ford, and Nissan all announced last year that they're adding Alexa to their models. Uh, Hyundai announced last year it would add Google Assistant to their vehicles. Sweet. What can, so are there, are there any, is there any like specific integrations or is it just, you're going to ask like, what's the weather and <laughs> what, what's on my email on all these? Yeah, so it's it's all of those things, but it'll also be integrated with the car itself. So you'll be able to remotely start and stop the ignition, lock and unlock the car, remotely activate the horns and light through the assistant or the app. Um, so it really will power the whole the whole system top to bottom. What if you leave your window open? You can just go up to people's car and like yell really loudly. <laughs> uh, like, 
<laughs> unlock the car! Oh my unlock god, that would be car. really funny. <laughs> I hope that's not the case, but I didn't think about that. Uh, <laughs> I I actually thought about I got my parents a, a an Echo Dot for Christmas, and we were that's what we were talking about. We were talking about like the 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 smart locks on the doors. Um, because my dad had locked himself out at one point while I was, while I was home for Christmas and it was like, oh, you could just yell through the window, like Alexa, you know, open, unlock the door. And then we were like, oh, wait, you could just yell through the window and unlock the door. (laughs) Uh, That was a weird thing to think about. Um, that's that's interesting. I'm not sure about locking, unlocking, turning on and off the car. That seems like. Now hang on. Why would you packed vehicle just waiting to happen? Does does like Google Assistant inherit all of the voice commands on your uh or sorry, does like the Google Home inherit all of your Google Assistant voice commands? Because I'm wondering why would you have it set up? I guess you could go in the house, close the door, and then say tell to lock the door. Yeah. Under what circumstance would you want would you want to tell your phone to unlock the or tell your Google Home to unlock the door? I guess there could be someone at the door. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. I I agree. I'm sure that I would think like starting the car would probably be a more useful feature. Um, yeah. Than unlocking it. It's a fair point. Um, we also saw a lot of third party uh, accessories as well for cars that brought Alexa into the vehicle from companies like Garmin and Anchor, um, both coming later this year. The last sort of smart uh, assistant thing, uh, Google announced a new smart display platform designed for partners like Lenovo to create their own Echo Show-like devices. So we talked about on the show before the Echo Show, which is just a version of the Echo with a screen and a more visual experience. Google will now have that with their Google Assistant, creating these little screens. Um, Lenovo, uh, JBL, LG, and Sony are producing devices. Google is not making them like it does with Homer Mini. Um, It'll only be third parties. Um, The first one announced was Lenovo's uh, two Google Smart Displays, an 8-inch and a 10-inch versions. Uh, You say the Hey Google thing, and it does all the Assistant stuff. It's got Maps, YouTube, Google Photos etc etc the lenovo one specifically um will be priced at 199 and 249 when it comes out later this summer um but you can expect more from other companies i'll put up on the screen here for the folks watching the video what so that is looks it, like is the software that determines what you're displaying written by google how does this work so uh, so you'll connect it to your Google accounts, obviously, um, and it has a standard screensaver that uh, when you activate it, will pull from your Google account. So if you have a, appointments, it'll put it on there. And if you've got a timer, it'll show it on there. And then you can ask it questions like, hey, where's my appointment? And then it will pull up Google Maps and show you the directions to your appointment. And, you know, it's, again, similar to what the similar to what the show does um, with your with your uh, Amazon integration. Right. I'm just wondering, this isn't like part of some Google product like Android. So it is. It's powered by Android's, uh, shoot, I forgot the name of it. Um, Android has a split version of Android that is used for Internet of Things devices. I think it's Android IoT or something like that is what's called. That's what's actually powering it. Oh, okay. Um, it's, a, it's a fork of, of Android. I got it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's certainly I, less ugly. Than I there. like it. I think it looks really nice. I don't like how the show looks. I got to be honest. I'm not a fan. No, it looks. Yeah, it this looks is, pretty this ugly. Is, this looks cool. 
I like the back of it. I, yeah. I particularly like the wood paneled version of the back. I'm sure it's not actually wood panel, but <laughs> I also like just the sort of like I don't know, for 199. It's a good price. I like I just like the stark kind of white look of the interface a little like I, just, I like the Google cards interface a little bit more visually. Um, I think that's something I would want to have on screen more so than Amazon stuff. I think I think visually they can deliver a better experience than Amazon because they have YouTube and Google image search and all those sorts of integrations. Yeah, indeed. Do either of you use a Chromecast at all? Um, very rarely. I, my my TV has it built in, so I just I just like the the screensaver pictures the Chromecast puts up. Mm, they nice. put up nice ones. Although I will give a shout out, my 4K Roku puts up 4K images. <sighs> very sharp. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they look they look really nice. And I I like the Apple TV ones, by the way, the the motion screensavers. I do too. Oh yeah, those are great. Those are really I nice. I didn't mean to set those up on my work computer because you can download them. Do you have to do stuff, or is it just a setting? Uh, it's like there's there's a GitHub, uh, but I think you just download the thing. It but it doesn't come with macOS. I see. I see. Cool. Um, so on top of that, of course, another big theme always at CES is appliances. We saw, uh, smart robots and smart washing machines and all sorts of things. I picked two out of those that I thought was interesting. Um, Whirlpool announced a new smart oven that integrates with the app Yumly, which I frankly have never heard of, um, and, uh, Amazon smart assistants to help you cook. So the way it will work is you use the Yumly app to pick a recipe, and then the oven will automatically time itself along with you cooking in the app. It'll send preheating and cooking instructions like Baker Broil to the oven or microwave. Um, there's also an option to automatically turn the oven down to a warming temperature when the cooking's done in case you don't plan to eat right away. Um, and it will also obviously have Alexa built in, so it will be able to you know, be spoken to and be told to do things. That's kind of interesting. I feel like it's a recipe uh, for a disaster. I'm not sure about that. Like, I'm not sure if I want my oven to change from like bake to broil, and it's at it at it on its own. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I would say this is better than the dryer. Is the dryer back at CES this year? Oh, oh my the, God. the the Samsung washer and dryers have their Bixby personal assistant built in. I don't know why. I don't know what it does, but but it exists. I'm gonna look. Anyways, actually, no, I'm curious. Is, I'm gonna look that up while you're talking. This is this is more useful than the dryer because unlike the dryer, there are actions that you'd want to take unadvisedly but remotely. Uh, you know, if the if you're cooking a turkey and you have to go right out to the store, you could uh, set it. You know, set it to warm when it's done, like you said. Or if you forgot to turn the oven off, you could turn it off when you leave. That's a great safety feature. But I think the auto cooking thing is pretty pointless. But this gets a better than the smart dryer rating from me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Low bar. Yeah, because this again, the smart dryer. What are you gonna do? You have to take the clothes out of it. You you can already be notified when the clothes need to be taken out. You have to go down and put clothes in to turn it on. 
No, or you can, like I said, you can leave the clothes in there when you go to work, and then an hour before you get home, it turns on, so the laundry's done when you get home. Or you could just turn it on. I'm a you... busy man, Dan. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I gotta yeah, that, sit here and talk with you clowns. I I have got time to do half laundry. Half second it takes you to reach up and press the start button. I don't. No, I I I I like this idea of the smart oven integration. I need it to be like thirty percent smarter. Because what, what kind of smartness do you need? I have never cooked a recipe in the time they told me it was going to take me, and I just think it's because I'm slow. But like, I'm going to be like halfway through prep, and all of a sudden my oven's going to be like meals done, and I'm going to be like, no, it's not. I haven't even stuck. So I need it to yeah. know what I'm doing in the cooking mm. process and whether like the voice commands would be great for this. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, all right, Hey, let me know when you're done chopping the vegetables and we'll move on to the next step and like time it with me. Like that would be great. It just like waiting 30 minutes to turn on the oven. Cause it said the recipe took 30 minutes to prep to me is not useful, but if they could yeah, really I get agree. it like much smarter then I'm like, yeah, no, totally. That's like, that's cool. Not necessary, but cool. Hmm. I agree. That would that's be awesome. cool. So that's my rating. Not necessary, but cool. <laughs> um, also yes. in the appliance, I just pulled one more out here because I thought this one actually may may skew into um, cool territory, which is uh, GE announced uh, a, what's the name of it? The Family Hub. Who comes up with this crap? Um, it is a 27-inch touchscreen tablet that sits right above your stove. Um, in place of your vent. So, of course, as everyone knows, above your stove, you're supposed to have a vent that vents out fumes. This vent would be a giant 27-inch touchscreen tablet. It'll have... Would uh, it still vent? Yes, it does still vent. <laughs> it's not just like a TV they smashed up. No, it's... It can this. vent, but not both at the same time. You can either vent or use the tablet. That would be great. <laughs> this vent is just like Colby's Windows. Not very good at what they're supposed to be doing, but excellent display devices. Yes. <laughs> good uh, the display will have control options for other smart appliances and smart home gadgets, as well as video feeds from any internet-connected cameras you've hooked up. You'll also be able to look up recipes, make video calls, and do, do other things. Um, actually, interestingly enough, the hub has two cameras, one facing forward for video chatting and another one that looks down on your stovetop. Don't know why you need that, but it has it. Um, and it does double as an exhaust hood. Well, you can live live stream your your uh, cooking adventures on Twitch. Yeah, we need more of Sean and the Sean Kitchen Adventures. That's kind of great. I would I would totally do that all the time. <laughs> like no joke. I would that watch would that sometimes when I. <laughs> Thanks. When it was like always when nice it made to meet sense. a fan. I, well, I was like I would watch <laughs> it if you were cooking at times that I was just sitting around. But I feel yeah, like what Sean's probably, making for dinner. Well, Colby's saying he's not going to go out of his way to watch it. No. But no, what I'm saying is Sean is probably <laughs> cooking at the same time that I'm cooking. Mm. I get. I you guess I could put that. Just put that. Yeah. Oh, let's cook. cook. People do that. That's a big thing on Twitch. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but now we now they can make it that much easier. Expansion. Um, yeah. So no, no idea on price or availability. Second half of this year. Um, coming soon to a kitchen near you. I think it's actually, I actually think it's kind of like of all the, like, don't, like the, the screen in the fridge to me isn't practical because I don't stare, stand and look at my fridge. I do stand in front of my, my stove. Like that's not that's an uncommon place to be. So to me, that actually kind of makes sense. And it's at eye level. Mm. I don't know. I'm just saying, if you're going to put a big touchscreen device in your kitchen, like this place makes the most sense for me. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I like the idea. 
it could be cool for like recipes and things. I feel like that's a thing I constantly struggle with is where to put like the the recipe that I'm doing. I usually end up taping it to the cabinet, <laughs> but that's on, like the on, same thing, right? It's like right. Oh, in totally front of the my same face thing. There. Oh yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Scrolling down this article, do they? They don't have any pictures of this. It's oh. it's right there. Of what? Oh, did I click on the wrong one? Oh, I did click on the wrong one. Yeah, it's the first one. GE's oh. latest. In the next one, in the next article, the. Or I guess you talked about this. The oven that can uh, knows how to cook prepackaged foods. Yeah. The woman is scanning the the DiGiorno's pizza box with her phone. Yep. The guy, what what is he cutting up? Tomatoes. Yeah, to put on top of your frozen pizza. <laughs> why? Why is that weird? I don't. I don't understand what's unusual. No, because there's a little salad next to him, Dan. They're having a fresh salad oh, with oh. their frozen pizza. Right, right, right. Okay, makes sense. Sorry. Um, by the way, in the in the in the Twitch chat, we've got a couple of live viewers on Twitch. Thanks for joining us as always at twitch.tv slash don't panic show. Um, need a washer dryer setup that you could just bulk load with multiple loads, and it will just run through all of them without me having to do it. Can even just dump the dry clothes out on the side. And we also saw at CES this year a folding a clothes folding machine. Uh, okay, that you can buy. These are all good ideas. Something that can take more laundry than will fit in one load and do it all without you having to go down, that's automation that makes your life easier. Yeah, but it would also be the size of a bus. Well, that's why you just need a freaking robot. No, you need like, a, you you need need a dry robot. cleaner. No, 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 no. You, you need a dry a cleaner who picks up and delivers. Okay, that's, that's easy a thing in New York. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's harder other places, but you could get... Oh, see this. Uh, this is where I feel like we're missing the boat. With all this, like AI and vision, like machine learning, someone hasn't made a robot that can pick clothes up off of the floor and put them inside of something else. Come on, come on. So here, here, here's what it could be, Sean. Uh, like like uh you know the uh the 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 cars i don't know trucks that pick up trash mm-hmm. uh it could be like one of those it has these two little hooks it presses into the washer takes out the entire bucket whoop, dumps it in to the dryer puts it back starts the dryer and then loads up the next thing but i don't think it would be that complicated but it just sounds way more complicated than me just doing it and i know like but that's yes, but it's but, more convenient you but know it's what else not. is more complicated sending a signal from your phone to a cell phone tower to a satellite in the sky uh, well, i don't do that part your... other people do that part i pay for the privilege <laughs> exactly. of doing that part. exactly you wouldn't the be robots designing and programming you. this no, robot but what i'm saying is that i don't need i don't need to like never do i don't have a problem doing some i just need it to be like 20% more convenient. Like, that's all I'm... I just want it to be slightly better. I don't need to, like, never do it. <laughs> I don't... I like doing... Well, honestly, I don't mind, but it's like... But it's like, I can't hear... My washer isn't loud enough. I can't hear when it's done. I would like a text message when it's done. Like, that's not... That's not crazy. That's way easier than building a robot to do it. I know. Okay, sorry, Mr. Person with a three-story house. 
you have this problem where you can't hear your dryer go off. And it's it's actually very loud. I I should hear it, but uh, yeah. oh man, that would be so cool. Imagine if in your apartment instead of a laundry room, there was just a thing that you brought your laundry down, put it in, and like you come back in in an hour and a half, and you just you know, pick you up know what's clothes. really good at remembering which sock is yours? A computer. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I like it. We should we should we should do this. Okay. <laughs> I, you, I feel quite you now what do you think would be easier this or the snoomba <laughs> snoomba snoomba for I sure right. snoomba is definitely easier I, you're gonna shred <laughs> a lot of clothes evolved in the snoomba. you just have a driveway and it goes yeah yeah there you go you strap a computer to a snowblower and you've done it congrats good job could you imagine dan just like straps a laptop to a snowblower what the hell are you two doing Run for your lives. Uh, Too good. Uh, Yeah, there's a few other CES things, some silly stuff for your pets. Um, The one other Alexa story is it is coming to Windows 10, which is quite interesting because Cortana really is not caught on. So this could be interesting. Um, It will actually come pre-installed and integrated in HP, Lenovo, Asus, and Acer laptops um, later this year. Um, a lot of those laptops are now being built with far field microphones in them. So you will be able to, um, you know, like the echo speaker, um, activate it remotely, uh, and it'll have a, a nice little integration there. So it can listen everywhere you go. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do they know which one you're talking to? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like it'll be a problem. <laughs> it's not a problem until it becomes a problem, Sean. Well, maybe it doesn't honestly, matter if you could see the problem coming. Well, I just think that, like, what does it say about you? Like, I have so many Alexa devices. Oh, my life. What is happening? Like, I, maybe that says more about you than it does about Amazon. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, stop <laughs> buying smart stuff. Um, all right. Uh, that's about it for CES. We can we can wrap up CES there so we have time to talk about other stuff. Um, what other stuff would you guys like to talk about? Let's uh, let's hit. Let's do. Let's do meltdown. <sighs> I was really hoping oh, you wouldn't Sean say that. Like, oh. I gotta try. I are you gonna make me try to explain this? Uh, no. Do you not understand it? I think I do, but all right. I feel very unqualified to. I want. I want to hear your explanation. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay. So uh, it came out the uh, this past <laughs> week that a flaw was discovered in how computers work is the vaguest I can make it. Um, it, Oh Mm -hmm. God, I'm going to really screw this up so bad. You made me nervous now. So (laughs) computers, right? (laughs) It's like magic. How do they work? So I, I, they got to, they process stuff, right? And it goes back and (laughs) forth. They have like a central (laughs) processing unit. Yes. I think Uh, they they call it a computer processing. Yeah. And, um, to make things go faster, right? They got they do a lot of computations and such, right? And sometimes to make it go faster, actually all the time to make it go faster, they guess on things. Mm. Yeah. And they and they and they and 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 they don't care if they get it wrong. They just get rid of the stuff that's wrong and just give you the stuff. It's faster apparently to do that than to not do that. And so 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 they pitch out a bunch of options and they take the right one and they discard the wrong ones. And this is for all the stuff you do on your, all the different parts of your computer talk to each other and this, and it's it's like everything. This is like the, the, the real deal core of everything, okay? Very protected, normally. Apparently, they discovered a vulnerability 
that I don't quite completely understand how it works, but people can now see the wrong guesses. Uh, am am yeah. I getting closer? I don't. They 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 can't just see the wrong guesses. Well, here's the thing: they can detect when a wrong guess happened. Hmm. Is part of it, uh, which is important because it allows you to manipulate. Uh, like, so what you know, you know, what, like an if statement is in like a in a programming language. Trying this, like if uh, true, then do this. If false, then do this other thing. Yes. Uh, and you could have many of these. If true, otherwise. If one plus one equals three, otherwise. If this, uh, and that's where that prediction is happening. Is it's saying, okay. Maybe I don't know all of the data, or maybe I've run this code like a billion times, and it's almost always this thing. So I'm going to start executing as if we're going down this path. And if I'm wrong, it's I'm probably only going to be wrong some percentage of the time, less than 50. And as long as the speed up makes up for that fact, then we're, we come out ahead. Uh, so if you can manipulate, if you can run the program a thousand times, uh, and always have it go down one path and then change it so it goes down the other. And you can and you can know that it predicted incorrectly. Uh, they can use how slowly it then runs to f sort of feel around in the dark uh, at the other parts of memory in the computer and figure out what they, those things are very slowly. Mm. Because the it takes a long time to trick the CPU into thinking that it's guessing correctly before you like pull the rug out from under it. This is my understanding. This is this is a uh, sort of a way more complicated version of a very old type of security problem. If you can imagine you have a website and you have like a sign-in form, what is the what is the sign-in form going to look like? You're going to like get a username and password, right? What do you do with that, Sean? What do you, what do you, you mean? So you're signing into yeah. Facebook. Uh-huh. I put they the username, username and password. password. What yeah. do you imagine the code looks like once they have your username and password? Um, well they they don't actually see my username and password, right? Yeah, they do. Well, my password is don't they I don't know where well, you're going with this. You got to got to walk me handhold me a little more. All right, so they have your password stored somehow, yes. right? Uh-huh. So they have to get that to check to see if your password was correct. Yes. Uh, what happens if it is correct? After you uh, click login, then that, then I log in. And what, what do you see? I see Facebook. Yeah. What happens if you get it incorrect? Uh, they say incorrect. Try again. Yeah. Which? How much uh, more complicated do you think the success case is there than the failure one? Uh, the failure one. Like okay. So I, I you're <laughs> all right. The way this the used effort. to work, and there are all sorts of protections for this now, is if you were trying to guess someone's password online, you would just sign in and measure how long it took it to tell you that you were wrong, that the password was wrong. And the longer it took, the more correct your password was because it was checking like one byte further into the string. Like, mm. oh, you got the first character right. So like tick. Now let's check the second one. Uh, this works sense. much more easily when you're like sitting at a computer than it does over the internet, but it can still work over the internet because uh, like the latencies are much smaller. So that 
like 90s era website problem transplanted into the modern day. But the crazy part about this is you can do it from a browser. So if you visited a website that had a, a sleazy ad on it, uh, and that sleazy ad had some JavaScript, uh, that sleazy JavaScript could perform this attack on your computer without you installing or being aware that it's even happening. You would, if you were an eagle-eyed computer user, you'd probably notice that like this web page is eating all of your CPU as it tries to trick the computer as fast as it can. Uh, but yeah, does that make sense? No. But no. I, that's not your fault. You you did a, you did a marvelous job. You did a good job too. I I I will know because so I for the folks out there who are as confused as I am. So there was a good analogy in this article that I thought was helpful in me understanding it for the dummies who don't know how computers work. And I will steal it from this article and I will read it because I think it's helpful. You want to rob a bank, okay? Inside the bank vault <laughs> is a piece of paper with sensitive inf- with with a sensitive piece of information on it, okay? Uh, and in that vault, there's a security guard with a gun who will shoot anyone who looks at that piece of paper, unless it's the owner of the piece of paper who we'll say is Colby. Okay, <laughs> Colby's the only one who gets to look at the paper. Okay. Um, now, Dan walks uh, up to the door, but doesn't go in the bank. Then there's a parallel reality where Dan actually does go into the bank. He goes into the vault, and he gets shot because he's not Colby. In one reality, where he doesn't go into the bank, nothing happens. In the other one, he gets shot. You with me so far? Okay. Uh-huh. In the parallel reality where you do go into the bank, you enter the vault and you look at the piece of paper. That's the point where you get shot. But before you get shot, you whisper quietly the name of the password. Okay? In your side of the reality. Yes. Yes. Okay. Can I translate this real quick to what, yes, what, please. what is actually happening? Yes. Uh, so, uh, because... So... Because you've tricked the computer into thinking that you're going to go somewhere along this branch. So remember your your Facebook implementation? You're like, if password is correct, do this thing. Else, error page. If you somehow manage to trick the thing that predicts which branch into going down the success path, then now somewhere in memory is the results of running the success path, even though you didn't supply the right password. Yes. And now... Part of the issue is um, in the other reality where you don't go into the bank, which is what you're talking about, you can hear that whisper of the, the written secret on the other in the other reality, which you're not supposed to be able to hear. And you get you yeah. get the information. That's the end of the analogy. Now, what does this actually mean for practical regular Joes? Because I'm I'm sure on the sort of enterprise tech side, it's a massive disaster but uh for regular folks uh simply put uh intel came out to uh, actually today and said they expect 90 percent of affected devices to be patched within a week um windows has already rolled out updates uh mac is that's, rolling out updates that's, that is bullshit I'm, you gotta talk to the intel dudes oh my god 90 percent um, how many windows 95 computers are there out there how many Windows XP computers? How many Windows 7 computers? None of, those, none of those computers are getting it. 5%. How many uh, Solaris web servers have been running since 1999? <laughs> none All of them are getting it. I, I, again, I can only tell you what, this, what he said. I, I don't know. Uh, and, and they say the remaining well, by the end It's our responsibility, Sean, 
to call BS on mm. on the on the know. news and the companies when we when we see it. I trust our corporate overlords. Um, <laughs> Apple has already released uh, mitigations in iOS, macOS, and tvOS. Um, Windows has already published uh, updates for their operating systems. Um, their BIOS updates going out for Intel, AMD, ARM. Uh, they're they're being pushed as much. Browsers have already been patched. I've gotten my Windows update. Um, so a good pro tip for everyone out there, whatever operating system you're using, make sure you're using the latest version. Go to your update application and make sure you're updated there as well as for whatever browser you're using. Um, make sure you're running the latest versions of those as well. I mean, this isn't really one of those things that will likely affect us. Yeah. Like, if I had a big corporate data center, I'd probably be pretty concerned. Well, here's here's where it... Uh, so, you can't... This isn't a... There isn't a patch to fix the actual problem, right? So, the reason why... You didn't really mention this, but some people were freaking out last week because it was going to make uh, computers slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why is because they're sort of working around this problem in the... Uh, operating system by adding protections to prevent that whisper from happening, mm -hmm. which slows down the computer because you're doing extra work in this branch prediction uh, business, to not even in the branch prediction, but to sort of work around to to prevent tricks from the branch to the branch predictor from happening. Uh, so the effect of this fix is. Uh, there are little bits of code on your computer that are owned by the operating system, and these are responsible for whenever you talk to hardware. So whenever you open a file, write to a file, talk over the network, uh, a lot of things like that, though all of that code just got slower no matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The good news is most of the time uh, we're not doing that much of it. Your browser isn't like opening, closing, reading, and writing tens of hundreds of thousands of files a second. Gotcha. A database is. Uh, <coughs> so it's that's why it's not a problem for consumers. Not because it isn't, your computer isn't being affected, but because you're probably not running a program that it matters so much. So, so Dan, as our resident uh, expert on complicated things. Uh, how would you rate this on a scale of uh, panic to don't panic? Uh, I, I don't know. If that's, if those are my only two options, this is definitely a panic. Uh, oh no! Yeah, it's bad. Here's where here's where it's really scary. Uh, a lot of websites like you're probably not going to leave CNN.com open long enough for this to take effect. But what about Twitch? What about uh, some crazy cryptocurrency thing? What about yeah, your your Bitcoin uh, index tracker yep. nonsense? Mm -hmm. uh, and people are really used to Chrome eating up four hundred percent of their CPU. Uh, that's sort of the new normal. So that's where this really scares me. Is you would really just need one. Uh, one high-profile website that you can install this, that you could run this attack on, uh, and you could steal uh, lots of people's personal data. It so, would be hard, but the but the the like risk reward trade-off is super low. 
there's not that much risk and the reward is really high. It would be a lot of effort, but it's not like you're getting a couple of passwords. You'd be getting everything. Did you yeah. type your credit card in? Well, guess what? Maybe they have that now. Did you open up your one password uh, vault? Uh, they have that. Uh, guess what? When you're reading those passwords to copy them in, that stored in memory somewhere. If it's on your clipboard, stored in memory somewhere. So it's pretty panicky. Update your stuff. So, so if I'm understanding Don't go to weird websites, turn JavaScript off if you're uh, doing something sensitive. Just don't use computers. <laughs> that's that's really the no, safest no, no. way. No, no, no. We have to go back and go back to the early '90s before processors had uh, branch prediction. Yes, go get, go pull your old Pentium three Actually, out of the closet, blow the dust Pi, off. That is completely protected. I believe. Very exciting. Very good. All right. I do have a Raspberry Pi somewhere. Do all your banking on that. <laughs> I like it. So, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little confused about all that, but I, I I understand more than I did before. Did you take computer architecture, Colby, or did you, did you, uh, I don't think, weasel your way out of that one? Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> Anyways, we uh, talked all about branch prediction in that class, so it, it came yeah. in handy. I see. See, I missed out. I gotta go back to school. My degree is worthless. Hey, I, look, I took broadcast commercial. I learned how to make commercials. <laughs> That's really serving me well. How many commercials have you made? Not, not enough. I did make some. <laughs> actually, it was great because today, today at because I actually don't use my degree that much. I mean, I like what I do. Don't get me wrong, but I just like the stuff. But today, I was actually doing like wireframing at my job, and my boss came up. He's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm actually doing what I what I studied to do." Uh, like it was very app wireframing. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing a new website for the company. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna be cutting edge. That's awesome. It's gonna be. You're gonna be able to look at our products. It's gonna, it's gonna be. Sweet. Yeah, is it gonna be web 4.0? Oh, it's gonna be web like twelve point VR experience. Oh my god, we're we're gonna we're gonna integrate the multi dimension user interface design style. Oh yeah, process. That's that's great. Yeah, I'm pretty jazzed. VR first. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna be in the eighth dimension. It's gonna be <laughs> pretty sweet. You, it's 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 commercial roofing like you've never seen it before. <laughs> now, now that's a good. Uh, that's a good April Fools. I I know we're gonna. We're, I want to do what like an overproduced. VR. I want to do like a movie trailer when we release this thing. And live commercial roofing. It's like it's right in front of me. Uh, okay. Anyway, being a little zany. Um, <clears throat> we can move on to picks, or we can do one more story and go long. It's up to you guys. Uh. Let's do picks. Okay. Good call, Dan. We're going to move on to picks, the part of the show where we each bring something to the table we want to share with the world that we're really excited about. Sometimes it's tech-related. Many times it's not. Um, We're going to go ahead and jump right in. I'll go first because I'm first here on the list. I talked previously on the show about my purchase of a Nest thermostat, uh, but I hadn't actually picked it. And now that it's been uh, really cold, if you haven't noticed, (laughs) thanks, Polar Bomb, uh, that... Yeah, it turns out having a smart thermostat really comes in handy. I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, I purchased the Thermostat E, which is the cheaper one. Uh, Really, the only difference is it obviously looks different. It's white, and it's kind of got that frosted display. Um, 
it is slightly less compatible with homes, but still like 85, 90% of homes it works with. And what's the other, it's missing that thing where you can like look at it from across the room and it tells you the weather, which I don't really care about. Otherwise it's the same. Go get the cheaper one, honestly, um, unless you're really into the, the design. It's been really great, honestly. Having a smart thermostat, I know having a programmable one in general is good, but I really like it um, using the GPS to know when I'm home and I'm away from home, which is really great. I think I've saved a lot on energy with that. And being able to, like, if I'm away from home and I, I can change it on the fly and heat up the house before I get home or I can adjust it from anywhere in the house, uh, it just works super well. It's very convenient. It integrates with, um, I can shout at the the Alexa to, to do whatever, you know, turn it up, turn it hey, down. Alexa! Which, you know, when I'm in my, my, my multi-story palatial condo uh, right. and I'm all the way upstairs, why would I walk Jennings. all the way downstairs to change the thermostat? No, I just talked to the smart lady no, and she does it sir. for me. No, like a <laughs> chump. Um, but it's really neat and it looks really pretty on the wall. And the best part is many states, uh, another Massachusetts pro tip, uh, will give you money back for purchasing a Wi-Fi thermostat. My... Massachusetts will give you 50 bucks back on your purchase. Damn. If you purchase a Nest. Um, and they give you more if you purchase uh, some other brands. I wanted the Nest, but like the, the Echo B, which I know is a really popular one, they'll give you 100 bucks back. So um, it's more expensive, so you end up paying about the same. But uh, I recommend checking out your local state because it may end up being really worth it. Once you factor in the 50 bucks, it's actually a pretty good deal. Uh, and it's super easy to install. Uh, I'm not very handy, but it really took two seconds. So I, anyway... If you want to stay warm and save some money um, and be high tech about your house, the thermostat E I think is a really great pick. I don't think you need the fancier one. Uh, it's 170 bucks, but see in your local state, you may get some money back. Uh, it's available now. What's the difference between the E and the fancy one? So as far as I understand it, it's the design. It is uh, that it's slightly less compatible. So it's like the mm. the fancy one's like 95% of homes, and this one's like 90%. So it'll probably be fine in your place. And then it's got what they call it Farsight, which I guess is if you're like sitting within range and you look at it, it knows you looked at it, and it'll like pop up with the weather. Like it's not anything necessary. I don't think you'll see a big oh, okay. difference. Um, and the other tip, if you, if you buy it from... Uh, Google, directly from Google, a lot of times they'll do a deal where they're like throwing a Google home for free. So um, also check out and see if they'll do that for you as well. So that's my pick. Please stay warm. Don't freeze to death. Uh, Dan, what, uh, what what do you got here for us? Yeah, so every winter break, I download some stupid game that I use to keep myself occupied. Uh, I don't really know why this happened, but, <laughs> but it definitely started last year with uh, Stardew Valley. Uh, so my new uh, entry in that grand tradition is is a game that is a little less uh, complicated. Uh, it's a game for PC and Mac and possibly Linux uh, called Kingdoms and Castles. And it's like Minecraft crossed with SimCity. So you get to build... So here's the cool part about SimCity, right? You get to build this beautiful city and you built it. To me, that's the cool part. I don't care about managing my like economy and if my citizens are happy. Like, that's the cool part. Uh, add in a little bit of that, like, not stressful but sort of present danger from Minecraft to sort of motivate you to do things. So there's like little Viking raids and the dragon will fly by, uh, and you end up with this game that lets you build these really cool looking uh very interesting i don't quite know how to describe the visual style 
uh, very interesting medieval towns and castles with walls and roads and farms, and it's very relaxing. Uh, so if you like those sorts of games, check out Kingdoms and Castles. What is it? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. That's it. Ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. Check that's a steal. On... No, it's a... they're giving it away uh, on uh, Steam now. Very cool. All right, I gotta, I gotta play more games. Um, <laughs> Colby, what, uh, what, what is this like? A, <clears throat> I see here, and I don't want to give it away. I see here in the, the sheet, it just says scarves. Now I'm assuming this is like a, a wireless Alexa enabled, <laughs> wireless oh, no. charging, just, smart, just, smart scarf. Just regular scarves. Um. I I don't know when the last time I wore a scarf was. I think I was probably a child, and since then I've like scoffed at them. Like I don't need a scarf, but I got a scarf this year because it was cold, and it turns out like with a scarf and gloves and and like a hat and stuff, like you can upgrade like your jacket one to two coldness levels. Like you could take like a mild fall jacket and turn it into like a mild winter jacket for, for a reasonable amount of time. But like between like in your, in your transit travels and things, because it like plugs the holes. That's the problem with ja- mini jackets is that like they got holes and, and your heat's leaving. So if you find yourself cold, sometimes get a scarf and your life will be better. I, I'm, I'm very concerned about you, Colby. <laughs> I, 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 th- I, I, th- I think we've learned throughout the show that, <laughs> You're very inconsistent in how you dress yourself because it's like you're wearing a T-shirt, but then in like winter, you're wearing like a light fall jacket. But because you have a no, scarf, no. it's OK. Like I, we really need to teach you how to properly dress for the weather. You go to California for one year and all of a sudden you're like you're a mess. That's, I've recovered from that. I'm well, well past the California. Uh huh. I fell off that bus and it jar- jarred me <laughs> back, back into reality. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, it's it's a good pick. That's probably my second favorite pick of yours after the one time you picked the weather, <laughs> which I still think may be my favorite all-time pick we've ever done on this show. Indeed. And actually, I think it was an anti-pick because you didn't like the weather. <laughs> I was gonna say, what season was it? Yeah, I think it was like I don't know if it was raining or snowing or something, but you're like, I'm this week. I'm I'm unpicking the weather. I'm like, yes, that's oh, that's great. Uh, the scarf is pretty good too. All right. Uh, the good news is you can have link. Uh, you know, if you want to click through to learn more about scarves, you can go to our website, uh, don'tpanic.io. We'll have a link to that and all the picks as well as this show and all the shows. It's a great website. You should check it out. Um, we'll have this episode, all the past episodes, and links to where you can subscribe. We're on all the majors platforms, so it's very easy to find us. I do want to give a shout out to the folks who joined us all show long live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash show. We do it Monday nights. 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, we had a great audience. We had uh, Skeptalk Live, eBurger80, um, and our good friend Zach Frist joined us as well. So thanks to all of you guys. I know we don't always get to all the comments in the chat, um, but we do read them. So I guess that counts still. But um, pleasure having you here. Now, uh, I do want to do a little cross-promotion because I think uh, our various shows are really, like, peaking at the same time, which is rare. Like, usually one will be really good, and then the other will be... Re- no, we're, like, all crashing together because <laughs> we're really gelling here. Game Nights is... Uh, you're muted, Dan. We can't hear you. Don't use the word crashing. We're, we're a we're, negative connotation. We're... we're, we're col- <laughs> peaking. We're, a- we're at the apex of our success. 
and you should join us. On game nights, we've got a great adventure going. The Warden, uh, things are really heating up. We just recorded yesterday. We had quite a hoot. Um, new episodes published uh, all the time now, because now we're on a good regular schedule, so we'll have new episodes this week and moving forward. You can catch up with the adventure. We're not that far in, so check it out, gamenights.tv. I also want to promote this Wednesday, episode number 100 of Up for Debate can you believe it? 100 episodes coming on. We're going to do a look back at our favorite episodes, our least favorite episodes, and uh, where we're going to take the show next. It, it is a meta episode, a retrospective, up for debate, colon, uh, a look back. Up for debate, colon, up for debate. Up, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, we finally debate ourselves. Um, and, and remember, Wait, on finally, episode 200, can you do a show that's only about that episode? About episode 100, three? yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah, it, I, it, it's a great because like most shows, we don't have to do any prep for it. So um, I, I look forward to that. And you get that at UpForDebate.tv. That'll be published. Uh, we taped that Wednesday, so that'll be later this week. That's going to do it for this show, though. Uh, so we'll be back next week with more tech news. We'll have the second half of CES. Um, and, you know, things are really heating up post-Christmas. So I, I trust we'll have some good news coming for you then but we're gonna end it tonight so on behalf of colby and dan this is sean thanking all of you for joining us hoping we'll see you next time for more tech news and good times here on don't panic